Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's up, everybody? Yo, yo. Zach dropping the beat for us. I could never really beatbox, but I like made up my own beatboxing. Yeah. That I like feel like I'm beatboxing. It's pretty good. You like it? It's pretty good. Should I drop one? This, well, we caught, the, we caught the first little bit of it. Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of A Little More Good. I was going to like rap over top of it. Oh, let, could you? Let me hang in. Do you want it's to? It's like a little, uh, what's his name? Roselle? Yes. That guy was. Yeah. Whew. If your mother only knew. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Roselle. If you guys know about Roselle, that's like LimeWire. Those were LimeWire days. Pre Spotify. Selling Apple CDs. Tunes. Selling CDs out of my locker. Burn that CD. <laughs> Yo, your friend's got a burner. Like, can I burn that? Let's go. That I, Roselle? Highly illegal first job. <laughs> yeah? Were you selling uh, burnt I a, CDs? I was a C dealer. C dealer. <laughs> <laughs> if my mother only knew. If your mother only knew. Man, I miss those days. Spotify like makes it so easy. Yeah. It's great because I hear so much amazing music. Yes. And discover so many amazing podcasts. And I don't have to like dig. But there was like a joy in discovering a new song or a new album or like you know discovering it on your own or through friends you know yeah and you like had to try like i think that's like maybe things like mattered more because you had to put some effort in and now for better or for worse like it's just easy like it literally comes to you yes and you're like okay that's great are people still impressed by like playlists you know i don't know I, i mean i think i think um probably not because they're so they're so like ubiquitous. They're everywhere. Like yes. everyone's got a playlist on Spotify or ten or twelve that you can you can listen to or follow or, you know, make your own. Uh, it's not. I don't think it's the same as like the, the old mixtape days where yeah. you would do that, or even a CD. Like you download these different artists and songs onto onto a CD, burn it, and you know, give it to someone. Be like, yo, here's a sample of like my top songs from the year. Yes. And like you also had to be selective because what could you feel like maybe maybe like eighteen to twenty tracks depending on how long they were on a CD. You're limited. So you're limited. It's yeah. not like you can just keep going hours and hours and hours. And you have this Spotify playlist that's like two days worth of music. Like cool, but really? Do now, you, now do you still work with a, within those restraints when you're making a playlist on on Spotify? Because I still have that like box. Yeah. Because I'll like dump a ton of songs into a playlist and it'll be like. 48 days of music and i'm like no it's got to be an hour and 20 minutes yeah i gotta like edit it down yeah um no no but i'm still see i'm like uh i'm old i guess because i'm still like an album listener like i will listen all the way through even though a lot of artists nowadays like don't write an album Mm -hmm. they write like a few singles and then you know we'll maybe have some other tracks but they're often not it's not the whole story. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year, like a few albums came out that I was like, this is this is a complete piece. Like I mm-hmm. need to listen to the whole thing. And so I will just like listen, you know, throughout the commute or whatever it is or in the gym. 
put it on on a run and I'll listen to every track. And like I was the kid that got, you know, got the CD, opened it up and poured over all the liner notes, like read yes. who the producer was. And like I was just interested in that kind of stuff, right? I liked I liked all of that nerdy music stuff. And, um, you know, who were the guest appearances on, on the tracks and what were the lyrics and the art? Like I loved the whole experience of a CD, right? And I remember even when the iPod, like I got my first iPod yes. and I would still buy the physical CD, put it into my computer, upload it to iTunes, download it onto my iPad or iPod so that I had it, but I would still still go CD. and buy the CD because that was same. like important to me, you know? I was the same. I was like addicted to going to HMV or yeah. AMB Sound. Music World. On Payday and getting, uh, you know... My favorite, my favorite albums, yeah. all, all the Green Days. Okay, so two albums. We're we're kind of doing this pod today. It's a it's a little bit of like a, a little bit of a year in review and a little bit of like what's good coming next year. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it off. We're, we're talking about music. So yes. two albums, two albums that really uh, kind of I I spent some time listening to this year. Um, Pusha T. Pusha T. Came out with a new album. Uh, man, it's good. It's really good. I feel like I've listened to it a lot. And when I got my Spotify wrapped, um, like three of my top 10 songs or whatever were from that album because I listened to it uh, so much. It's called It's Almost Dry. Um, some really, really just... Are we allowed to play any music? What's, I, what are the rules? Can I you play like 10 seconds of a song? I don't know. I don't think we can. I, <laughs> I don't think we can. I mean, probably no one would do anything, but then I don't know. I guess any publicity is good publicity. We get sued by like <laughs> Pusha T. Pusha T or something. But no, the album is so good. Pusha T takes down a little more good podcast. <laughs> That's true. Right. There will be no more good in this world. <laughs> but it's a good one. It's it's really good uh, if you listen to it. And then there's this band. Um, their album just came out in November, so it was like a late, um, uh, kind of a late release. But the band is called Salt, like S A U L T. So like in Canada, we would say like Sault Ste. Marie. Mm. So it's like that, but it's salt, um, man. And it's a, it's a good one too. They had, they had an album come out during COVID. It was called like untitled rise. Uh, they've been around for a while and they're kind of, what I love about them is they're a little bit mysterious. Like nobody okay. really knows exactly who they are. It's like, uh, uh, danger mouse is presumably part of it. And, uh, an artist, uh, Michael Kiwanuka. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like kind of famous for singer, like folky, folky guy. Yeah. He's kind of like bluesy R and B folky. Uh, he has a, he does the opening or his song is used as the opening track for, um, that one with Nicole Kidman, right? Yeah. Pretty, pretty little, pretty little, big big little, big little lies. Yes. That's a great song. That song is so good. Yeah. Cold cold heart or cold little heart. That song. So he uh, he and Danger Mouth has have kind of tuned, t- teamed up for this album or for this band, Salt, and it's dynamite. We gotta start making some playlists. We should. That's, you know, we're kind of kind of crapping on, pooping on playlists for not being what they were. But let's uh, let's make some and share them with the world. Yeah, it would be good. It would be good. But those two, if you're into if you're into good good tunes, check it out. Um, two two of the ones that really kind of like stood out for me this year that I, when I think just off the top of my head. All right. I will say I listened to one that I learned from Mr. Jeff Hamada, friend of the pod. Yes. Uh, another very popular, but uh, the band's called Dijon. Mm, oh, yes. Uh, Skins are just an uh, amazing song. Um, but the whole album, when you talk about albums, that's one that you can listen to from start to finish. I feel like uh, Sean Hamilton posted that posted about Dijon and his like Spotify rap too. Yes. I, I could be mistaken, but I feel like I saw it there and I was like, mm, that's probably a band I should, I it's should pretty darn, check it's out. It's pretty darn good. Yeah. That one and uh, this one might be like a little embarrassing, but I know you love them too. Um, my I listen to this song sometimes on repeat and they're, the band's called Halas. I don't know if I'm Ooh, pronouncing yeah. this correctly. They're a Scandinavian band. So good. And they've got the song called Star Rider. Um, I'm just going to break the rules and just like play the t- 10 seconds because it's like takes me on a on a journey. <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's a good one. It's a good, even there are other... Uh, here we go, here oh, we yeah. go. Become the Star Rider. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Just you enough. Get, just you, enough that we won't get sued. <laughs> I think there's like a thirty second limit. Probably or something, something like that. that. Anyways, we right. in no way benefited from playing that song on our. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Go check out Star Rider by Halas. I feel like uh, you know if you listen to it, you know more than five times, you you become the Star Rider. It's true. Yeah. No, they're amazing. A progressive uh, rock band um, from Sweden. Yeah, and they're they're unbelievable. Yeah, like it's a it's a very very cool sound. They they have an album actually that came out. The Star Rider is from an older album, but their new album that came out in 2022. Yes, uh, Isle of Wisdom. I think like for me, uh, the first four tracks on that album are kind of like one. They feel like one track. It's an album, right? It just flows. It's an album. It's yeah, it's so rock, good for running, which is very cool. And so it's just you can just listen to it and. Uh, yeah, it's really good. That's a good one. That's a good one for sure. Okay, and uh, last one for me, there's this the singer. I don't know where he's from. I don't really know anything about him. Alex G, um, but he's got the song Runner. I listen to that on repeat a lot too. Cool. Um, maybe because the name's Runner, but I just love the vibe of the song. Nice. Alex G. I feel like Fred again. Everyone was posting about Fred again mm-hmm. this year. I feel like it was the year of Fred again. Yeah. So it's a big one. If you want to. Tune that into that again. Stay current. Again. Yeah, stay current. Stay cool with the kids. Or just check what's on Pitchfork, and then you'll kind of know, I guess. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like there's there's a miss. They miss. You know which one I actually like? Okay, so on that theme, I freaking love best of lists. Yes. Uh, I like just like. It's a good time of year for you. Devour all of them. I want to read the best movies, the best songs, like any best of anything. I'm like, okay, this is the best of the year. I can kind of miss every song and movie and cultural event for the year. If I read these lists, I'm like up to speed Yeah, of like the zeitgeist of, uh, you know, what's happening in the world. Yeah. Um, I like Paste Magazine. Oh, yeah. Look at their list. Yes. Yes. They do have good lists for sure. Yeah. And they're like kind of all over the place. Like they'll have like best anime or like best fantasy or like they've got different varieties and it's like music books movies tv shows and they even like they'll do a what's best on netflix this month so they got a lot of lists yeah if you're into lists definitely yes and and many coming out uh right around now so be sure to check them out 50 best albums of 2022 yeah, there's lots of good. Ooh, there's some good albums on there. Check it out. Yeah. Pace Magazine, good resource yes. for lists for sure yes. and more. But yeah, so it's kind of interesting. I mean, we could talk, you know, there's music, there's shows, movies, all the media and stuff we consume. But there's also like things I think that we do that are more important, right? The the practices we we embody and embrace and uh, attempt to live out. And I mean, it's kind of been an interesting year for us uh, in terms of how we've kind of embodied our physicality like we both uh, if you've listened to this podcast for more than an episode you know that we both uh, Zach and I love to run and it's a big part of who we are and and what we've done um, through run clubs whether it's the Juicy Joggers out of the Juice Truck location on West 5th or Steveson Run Crew uh, I was a Lululemon ambassador for run so it's a big part of our identity and who we are and this year both of us kind of got sidelined a little bit with some injury um, and interestingly enough, talked to a number of people, Gary Robbins, one amazing runner, but also talked about being sidelined with injury and some of the things that that taught him. And, um, you know, Sanjay, uh, as well, right. Runner overcoming times of, uh, just being right on and other times having to pace yourself and, and dial back because of injury. And I mean, it always teaches us stuff. Um, what have you learned this year, Zach, from from having to be uh, t- take a step back from running for a season through summer? Yes. Yeah, that's a great question, Diener. Um, I think I can get pretty one-tracked with things and just become like kind of a bit of a hamster in a in a in a hamster wheel, and just be like, okay, like running. I like running. I'm gonna run every single day. Yeah. That's just what I'm gonna do makes me feel good, makes clear space for me to think and to have conversations with others or with myself. And yeah, injuries happen. And usually when I get injured at first, I'm like a little bit depressed, a little bit angry. Uh, but once I kind of move through that depression and anger, <laughs> yeah, you know, I usually get to a good place and that's a, a, where I really want to be in most aspects of my life. And that's like being curious 
and seeking, you know, new opportunities and um, remembering, you know, that there's so many ways to feel good. So I think through my last injury, I had an Achilles injury in the summer and kind of I couldn't run for like almost like close to five, like four, four-ish months. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we got into some full body fitness. We got in first into the rowing, like the, the, uh, the indoor rowing. And that thing's a beast. Let oh, me man. tell you, like 10 minutes going all out on that thing. Like, yeah, yeah, I was seeing stars and, and it was the best. We, we came up with some spicy little circuits to do based but, around the rower. It was fun. But yeah, starting to like see that as an opportunity to like, how else can I move my body? And you can use that as a, uh, kind of allegory for other aspects of your life. Um, you know, if something that you loved or is part of your routine, like doesn't work anymore, like try something else on and see how that fits. Mm. Um, I think for this year, I kind of had my eyes set on doing a marathon this year, but I'm like, well, like, what do I need to do a marathon for? I like kind of this full body fitness right now. Now I've got another injury in my shoulder and I got to wait for that to heal. But, um, I want to like be more holistic in how I move my body and incorporate more, more, um, more ways of movement from weightlifting to maybe some cross country skiing, you know, running, cycling, um, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. play around with different ways to feel good and feel strong. Yeah. Um, and that excites me. I think it opens up different, uh, ways for our bodies to feel and different ways for our brains to, to feel as well. Yeah. You know, I always love the, the post, the post movement high and kind of the creativity that different movement allows, allows space for. Yeah. Yeah. How, how about yourself? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, I mean, similar in a lot of ways and it's, it's really funny. Like we often joke and people who are close to us joke, like how Zach and I are a lot alike in many ways. Um, we were joking earlier. If only we could influence others as much as we influence each other. It's true. Yeah. It's trouble. It's problematic sometimes. Um, <laughs> you don't need to be accountable to that thing. Let's just go for a run. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, no, all, all sort of. Someone all, else will pick up your daughter from school. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Just let the universe figure it out. It'll figure it out. It'll, yeah. But um, it was funny that we both kind of had these injuries at the same time and totally different, like happened completely kind of at random of each other. And, but we're taken out of running for around the same time. And so it was nice to be able to have like, yeah, a friend in the kind of, uh, dismay of being like, what? And well, I can't do this thing that I love that grounds me, that gives me so much, but it also in doing so like opened up my eyes to like, Oh, actually I really like all these different ways of moving. Um, and I noticed like that my kind of like Instagram algorithm and feed, like sometimes it's probably more indicative of like what we're longing for, searching for, looking for, because who we're following and surrounding ourselves with. Like it changed from a lot of like run inspired posts to like more, you know, like CrossFit people and full body fitness people and just like, yeah, weightlifting and all this. And I was like, you know, intentionally. So like following these people, it wasn't just like some magical shift, but, and then I was like, wow, like I kind of want to pursue this and just do more of this type of activity. And, um, you know, very fortunate here where we live to have like the gym, like attached to our place. So it's like literally just down the hall and upstairs and I can get like a pretty decent workout in, um, and really, really started to notice, Uh, some significant shifts in my perspective and like we've talked a little bit about it before but just like body image and stuff and you know I've always been like a bigger dude and running when you look at runners predominantly like you're looking at elite people or people who you know former elites and now like recreational club leaders or whatever it is and inspiring people to run which is amazing but often they're very like slight people or comparing Strava stats to someone who you know, we're all naturally born to run, but some people are like really gifted. They are exceptional. Their physiology is like wired to be like, this is what you're made to do is like run fast and far. And so comparing like my Strava stats to someone else's who is, you know, maybe more of an elite athlete and feeling like, oh, not good about myself. 
And then when I kind of switched and like started emphasizing like full body and like working out and, you know, being bigger was like an advantage. It was crazy like how it flipped my perspective on like my own body image and how I like embraced, you know, my broad shoulders and thick, thick thighs a little bit more. Right. Because it's like, man, I can really like move a lot of weight with all of this body that I have. And it made me thankful for you know, myself in a way that I probably needed to be awakened to. And so that was really, I'd say like a a super positive takeaway from running. And now my relationship with running, I still love it, but I was saying like the strap on my Garmin broke like months ago and I just like haven't got a new one and it's just sitting there uh, out of battery next to my bed. And I have like not logged a run on Strava in months and I haven't even run with a watch, like telling me what my pace is or anything. And I freaking love it. Like it's, it's so funny when we run together now yeah, too, because yeah. like I'm waiting for my Strava to get like the GPS signal, like so that I can start running. Like waiting for Strava <laughs> to tell me that's okay to start running, or if we get to a red light, I gotta pause it. You know, if the if we stop to see a sunset or sunrise, yeah, yeah. you know, I've gotta oh hold on, I just gotta pause my Strava. And you're just uh, you know living. Your life running, stopping when you want to stop, smelling the flowers when you want to smell the flowers. I'm telling you, freedom. And I've got this watch that's telling me, okay, time to go. Yeah, yeah. Both are good. Both are good. Both are good. Both are but good. I've just really embraced this new this new relationship with with running, which is less of a less of a, less a, attached a sport. Yeah, less attached, and it's more like I can just do it for the sheer joy and sake of it, and and feel what? like. That, More about the journey. Yeah, yeah. There's no outcome attached. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's a learning. And I'll probably come back to like watches and data and all of that stuff. But for now, it's really nice to be kind of freed from it. The Zen runner. Perhaps. Run and become. Find your bliss, dude. Find your bliss. Good. Comfortable hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was interesting. I saw this thing by Light Watkins just because we were talking about injuries and shifting perspectives. Light Watkins is an amazing guy. Give him a follow on on Instagram. He posted this uh, just yesterday. He says, if you want to have a bad day, focus your energy on everything that you don't have, on what's not going your way and on who you and what you don't like. But if you want to have a good day, just do the opposite and you'll see how big of a difference that one mental shift can make in the quality of your day. I love that. It's like instead of focusing on, I can't run, I'm injured, this sucks, it hurts, saying, well, what are all the things I can do? Yes. How is my life still like really, really like fulfilled and meaningful and purposeful and just that mental shift of like what, don't focus on the things you don't have or the lack, but focus on you know, what you do have, the abundance that's right there in front of you and, and continue to move into that and then see what that does in your life. Yes. I was just like, yes, this is so true. This is so true. I love that. Just makes me think of, it's kind of like a cliche saying, but uh, life happens for you, not to you. Yeah. And just like when you're feeling bad about, you know, things that you can't control, you know, there are a lot of things that you can control mm. and leaning into those a little bit more like, okay, I can't run, but I can walk. I can go lift some weights, mm-hmm. you know, um, it kind of is a nice way to end your pity party and, and realize how fortunate, you know, we are, or I am in this case and that there's, you know, so much, um, possibility mm-hmm. if you, can look at all the other paths that you can explore. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember I can't remember off the top of my head which episode, but one of one of our conversations we had with Judy Brooks, um, she talked about how we're always in choice. And we always no matter what the situation is, we always have a choice. Even if that choice is simply like, how do I react? Yes. How do I respond? And it might be a really, really difficult or challenging or stressful situation no doubt but there's always that ability for us to live in choice and say okay what am I going to do in this moment like how can I respond to this how can I be you know the version of myself that I I want to reflect on in the moments after and say yes I'm glad I responded that way and like we don't always we don't always do it because we react we have emotions and we have frustration and anger and sometimes it boils over but we do 
always have that small split second window of choice of like, how am I going to respond to this person or this situation? And Okay. I got a quote for you. Victor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning, one yes. of my favorite books. Yes. One of the few books I've read uh, more than once. I definitely recommend this book for absolutely everybody. Um, so he said, Bet- between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. I'll say it one more time. Yes. Between, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. And this is a man that, you know, lived lived through the, the Holocaust and the death camps. And, like, you know, that is an extreme example of, of our choosing our response and, and, you know, really life or death. But we can apply this during, through anything, you know? Yes. Taking that little bit of pause, creating a little bit of spaciousness between the stimulus and response to, to give us that space to be able to choose how we respond and to respond in in intention instead of impulse or reactivity or anger or fear. Uh, if we can give ourselves that space and that pause, you know, we we have power to kind of be the captain of our own boats, as they say. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a really good, like, jump off point even just as we think about you know every day is an opportunity to kind of be made new and start afresh but you know as as one year closes and we are on the precipice of 2023 this new year um, we are often found in a time of reflection but also like forward leaning and forward looking and to know that you know we have power to choose and to change and to grow and to lean into, you know, the the version of ourselves that we want to become, whether that's through saving more money or buying less things, those often go hand in hand. Um, whether you want to increase your health and fitness through your diet, through exercise, there's all kinds of things that people commit to in a new in a new year, and you know, it can be really inspiring and and allow for a lot of growth and change, but equally so. Um, it can be challenging. It can be challenging to start new patterns and to create new habits. And so just remember that you always have choice and that, you know, you can commit to something that is accessible and and achievable for you. And, and that in the moments where it's hard, like discover your why, like, why do I want to do this thing? And then, and then move forward in it. And remember that like, there are countless amounts of people who have done incredibly hard things Mm -hmm. um, before us. And like, they kind of have like, blazed the trail and we can from our position draw inspiration from that whether it's through fitness whether it's through finding you know your your purpose and meaning for life whatever it is however deep you want to go you can you can dive down and draw inspiration from those who've gone before i love that thank you dean yeah i have some questions for you okay your 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 words your sentences they're just inspired some questions about 2023 and i haven't thought a lot about 2023 yet actually yeah me either so so, let's go. <laughs> so this is kind of ad lib and we can kind of discover this together um, we talk a lot about like how we want to feel mm. versus you know the what or the who the feeling i think is attached to your why because it's like you know you want something the why might be because it will make you feel this way or that way. Um, sometimes we attach to the product or the what or, or the who, but we forget the why and we should always lead with the why. So the feeling being the why in this question, how do you want to feel for 2023? Ooh, that's a good one. I think, uh, I think the first, the first thing that just like fires through my mind is like, I want to, f- I want to feel good. And that is immediately tied to like movement and like the physicality. So yeah, I think a a big part of that is just like continuing for me to like lean forward in the direction of like whole kind of whole body fitness, like embracing, you know, picking up heavy things and moving them around and 
it's getting my heart rate up and going for runs and swims and all of the things that just like kind of ground me and center me, but making sure that I continue to like prioritize myself and by doing those things is how I like prioritize myself first, you know, yes. looking after the health. But like, that's the first thing that I think of is like, just to feel good physically, to feel strong, flexible, injury free, <laughs> like yes. all of, all of that. Um, yeah. I also want to feel like open. So when I think about like uh, spiritual growth and, you know, all of that aspect of, of my life, like I want to continue to just be open to learning and growing and trying on, you know, these different disciplines and practices of, of paying attention to myself and the world around me with the effort to like reflect love into all of the places and spaces I occupy. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big, that's a big through line for me, I think from, from all years, but to, to kind of have this intention. And it's something we've talked about lots, uh, not maybe not lots on the pod, but we've certainly talked about lots is this idea of like abundance, Mm. just like embodying and embracing what that looks like. And of course that encompasses like finances, but it's more, the word is more than money. It's like a, it's a way of being, a way of living where there's an abundance of time. There's an abundance of energy and love and finance. Um, yeah. Openness, uh, capacity to be there to help and support others. So like in that lens, I guess those are kind of my three, my three pillars, like physical fitness, spiritual growth and abundance. Say those ones again. Physical fitness, spiritual growth in abundance so kind of zooming on the spiritual growth what was what does that mindset look like for you you talked about openness yeah yeah i feel like in the latter half of this year um i've just i've just really started to see like so many connections between my personal like understanding of faith and my personal kind of journey with Jesus. I, I don't even want to say like Christianity cause that like clouds it too much, but just like my own desire to like learn and follow and allow my life to be like molded by this rebellious rabbi from 2000 years ago. Um, the more I've kind of like leaned in that direction, I've just felt like this desire to like look kind of like laterally and say like what other teachings, uh, teachers are out there that are just like supporting, like supporting this, this, this way of being. Right. And so, you know, I've read, uh, I read a book about Jesus and Buddha as brothers yes, and like the similarities between their teachings and, and the two faiths or practices. Um, even just thinking about like, as we've kind of dove in to, you know, some like at a very, very, rudimentary level like quantum understandings of like science and how the world is like working around us and in us and just seeing like how does this story fit in with like these ancient stories where you know someone like Jesus was able to manipulate physical elements and bring healing through touch and and how does that you know what is the symmetry there because I really think that there is there is a lot of symmetry between science and faith or science. And I don't, I'm hesitant to use the word religion, but like that spirituality. Um, so really for me, it's kind of like exploring those things. Like what would we were out for a run and I was like, yeah, like if I could write a book, it would probably be something like the quantum Christ. Right. Publishers, you listening? Yeah. And just to like dive into dive into that, that kind of, that kind of, um, spiritual milieu like where is it that science and faith and all of this because really when you take quantum stuff to to its end it's like it's very mystical Mm -hmm. and same goes for faith like we often unfortunately uh, it can start with certainties um, but if we get stuck there with faith it can be very damaging right that people are so certain about something and it's like it should be far more mystical and awe-inspiring than than certain and so yeah i i love the intersection of those two things and i feel like i want to continue to explore those more and more this year yeah the quantum space is very uh 
very interesting for me as well, the quantum physics and quantum energy and quantum healing. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting, like I've been on this plant-based journey and I don't see myself ever leaving that. Um, and, you know, I'll always stay curious about learning more about plant-based nutrition, but I feel like I have a, a decent understanding of, of what foods, what plant-based foods make me healthy, what makes me feel good. Um, I understand that movement makes me feel good. Um, so food and nutrition, but through quantum energy and healing has kind of opened up like a what's next, like another layer of of what's possible in terms of our own evolution and our own healing. Um, you know, and it's it's very um like these are scientific ideas that are very ancient, like connecting to the sun and the earth and water. Yeah. You know, the the importance of soil, the health of soil, the the energy that sun and earth and water provide provide and, and kind of the the protons and electrons that um, are fueling us with energy. Um, it's interesting. Like I feel like it kind of unlocks another another chapter of <clears throat> personal evolution of what we can have. Like I'm curious, like how good can we feel, or how strong can we be, or yes. how how much further can we take the human experience when we start to unravel these layers? Yeah, yeah, that's so. I love it, right? Like, that's the kind of conversation, like, I love what you said, like, how good can we feel? Because lots of times people will have chronic pain or they'll change their diet and something, and they'll be like, oh, like, I didn't know, I didn't know what it would feel like to feel this good, to be, you know, pain-free or to feel, like, just really nourished and fulfilled by my diet that I'm eating, right? The way that I'm eating. Um, And I love to, like, ponder i even said to you the other day like what what are the habits and practices that we'll have in like the next 10 to 15 years because like over the last five years you can look and you can see all of this growth and this movement of like adopting a plant-based diet and like moving to like for me like getting rid of cutting cutting caffeine out of you know like caffeine dependence especially out of my life like for both of us like i mean i saw a post the other day and it's like there needs to be a word for someone who's like pretty much sober but maybe has like one to two drinks a year that's us right we, that, zach and dean's the word yeah like <laughs> like they're we're not we've moved towards being you know sober or dry or however you would you would say it and like so all of these steps incrementally are like moving us forward in terms of like pursuing health and all of those things and so i'm just like so curious like what what will be the next 10 to 15 years like we're both obsessed with sauna yeah like cold exposure and you know the water that we drink has become you know the new the new obsession and like wanting to understand more about how that works and yeah getting outside and looking at the morning and evening sun and putting our bare feet on the ground like all of these things that you know people have been doing for years and years and years and you know the wisdom is really quite ancient but i'm just so curious like what what will we be doing in the next 5, 10, 15 years, like what were those practices look like or what's the next step always to that evolution? And yes. it's so fun. I love to live with that curiosity of like not just being like, okay, now we've arrived. Like we're plant-based. We, you know, take care physically, like look after our bodies through exercise. And so we're good. We're like doing, we've achieved yes. optimization. It's like, no, no, no. But like there's always more. Like what else can you do? Stay curious. You yeah, know? yeah. It's so fun. And it's so fun to experiment, like to, to try things on and be like, what's this like? Well, I've mentioned this one before, I think, but I love Chip Conley's definition of of wisdom and it's equal parts knowledge and curiosity. Mm. Yeah, that's it. So keep learning and keep being, keep stay, stay curious. Yeah, and that's know? the beautiful thing about life. It's like we're never done. Yes. We're never done until like we kind of breathe our last breath. Yes. There's always something to learn and even, you know, who knows what transpires in those moments, but like, what a that's like in some ways an ultimate experience yes right like we taught we shy away from death and dying in the west especially and you know we pursue all of these things to be healthy and to live long and and that can easily easily be taken as like you know trying like this it's rooted by this fear of death like i want to live forever um 
but it's like, I just want to live as long as I can, as well as I can, and then be ready like to experience death. Yes. Right. It's like the yoga practice where you go through all of the postures and poses and breath and you work this whole class and you get to the end and it's like Shavasana and you, you lay there and like the whole class builds to that corpse pose. Yes. And it's like a lesson for life. It's like the whole journey builds to death. And so I just want to like, I don't want to live forever, but I want to live optimally, optimally as long as I can and, and give back and contribute and share wisdom and be curious and all of that stuff. And then ultimately experience whatever happens at the end. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Kind of on those notes of, uh, of what's next, you know, we're all, like you said, there's two truths. We're all born and we're all, we all die, but you know, what happens in between that's our process and our journey. Um, and we talk about, what's next on a, a healing and a health perspective exploring these these quantum truths another thing we've talked a lot about is and ancient wisdoms you know i think uh we've gotten kind of stuck in a lot of paradigms of this or that um yeah i've always really admired ayurvedic medicine and traditional chinese medicine but there's ancient wisdom from every single culture around the world whether it's an Indian culture a Chinese culture a Scottish culture like there if you go back pre-industrialization like how were those people living mm. um, I think that really fascinates me like what were what was their relationship to land what was their relationship to movement um, what were their healing modalities and practices what what was their relationship to food um, you know, we look at the the blue zones of the world and, you know, we see these parallels of of faith, community, predominant plant-based diets, movement, um, like they're pretty consistent through all of these communities that are, are living well into their, their centurion ages, uh, being healthy of mind and body. Um, and just kind of looking at the, the ancient practices of, of various peoples from around the world like you know you can look at the druids you can look at you can look at any culture and it's going to be fascinating and full of of you know magic and wonder but lessons ultimately of how we can live um a more connected more holistically healthy life i think the lessons of all always all, already been there we just have to look to the history of the various peoples of of this planet yeah and look how it's been done for thousands of years yeah at least that's what i'm curious about right now yeah no for sure we that's that'll be our tv show is like traveling to these uh these communities and just like you know being being open to the wisdom and curious about what life was like or is like for some of those communities. That's what we always joke about. That, that'll be our, yeah. our Netflix special. Anyone who knows anyone on Netflix, let us know. <laughs> so so water was kind of one of our segues into yeah, this. Totally, so yeah. uh, just like a spoiler, you'll we have a couple of, of water episodes coming up. Um, thanks to uh, Darren Oline, uh from Down to Earth and the Darren Oline podcast. We kind of got really fascinated with like it looked kind of like wacky and, and wild and crazy his his water practices with all these vortexers <laughs> and filters and you know remineralizing and sunlight exposure and all this stuff just with water mm-hmm. and it, it looked so kind of woo-woo and crazy but then once you start to understand it you you the mysteries and magic of water it's our life force you know like without water there's this is like very simple and basic to say like duh there is no life without water so to consider there is no life without water to bring more reverence into our relationship and our practice with water um just starts to make sense and i won't go too far because we've got some really exciting episodes coming up around this um but i just say diving into the well of water is like one of the most fascinating things for both our physical well-being and our and our spiritual well-being that I've been on in the last I don't know x amount of years. Yeah. It's just blowing my mind. Yeah, it is. It's something that you we take for granted every day. We just we drink it or maybe we don't drink enough of it. Um 
but you know, it's around us all the time. It's in us literally. Uh, we need it to live. Right. Yes. And like, it's, uh, we often don't look into what it is that we're actually consuming. And so, yeah, it's been fascinating to start to learn and grow and, and understand or explore, as you said, like water and all that it has to offer. So look forward to those episodes coming up and yeah. Teaser. Teaser. Teaser, Teaser for 2023. All right. So um, there's this this question of, of the modern elder. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think in the West here we can – we're very, very much a youth-focused society. We celebrate, you know, our our youth, and we kind of can put our our elders into a, a box and not learn from their their wisdom and their history. Um, you know, younger, faster, stronger. But that's where our history uh, lies, is in our elders. So I think there's there's much to be learned. Um, who are your elders for 2023 Dean like who I mean you don't have to say specific people but what are you trying to cultivate as a as a person who what kind of elder do you want to be learning from yeah this year? yeah 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 that's good um I mean I could probably name name you, some names but you can name people if you want yeah yeah and it's interesting because like not all would be the, the interesting thing about the people that I would that come to mind right away they're not all hundred percent aligned with like where my life is and like some of the core things in my life, but I don't think that they need to be in order to be elders. Like I think we can, we can and should learn from people who believe differently than us and be curious about aspects of their life and, and learn from their experiences. And so, yeah, I mean, it probably, it probably goes without saying uh, on this podcast, but like, uh, rich role would be someone that I would look to. And we've talked about this, um, where it's like, you know, I think even recently on the pod, you shared Zach, like how we used to look up to people for like what they did as like young people, Oh, this musician or this athlete, like I look up to them because they're so cool or sold these albums or won this championship. Um, but it's often not about their character. Definitely character can carry someone to become, you know, a prolific musician or sports person but uh for for someone like ritual it's like that character piece and like looking at someone who is embracing you know life in the middle ages of his span and really really uh, embodying i think the things that we both want to embody that constant curiosity cultivating growth um consistent movement and just like healthy living kind of like practices and pillars like that is in many ways like where we want to see our lives going like when i think okay what would what would it look like to be dean at 50 like that's kind of in many ways the model and so yeah probably not a surprise for for anyone who again who's listened to this pod more than once but him um as well as some like other people that are are, are younger um but i think really embodying a life that i'm like yeah that's i feel like that's how we should be living Right. And, and then people who are not even here anymore, they've like passed on, but have left us their, their life's work, whether in words or videos or, you know, podcasts, whatever it could be, but people who we can benefit from there. Like there's a number of people that I really, really admire their teachings. Um, and specifically this year, I've really, um, dug into, uh, Richard Wagamese's work. Oh yeah. And I mean, eh, what an inspiration, what an inspiration of, uh, a man. And so uh, f- for me, people like that are the people that I want to cultivate in my life to shape who I am and serve as inspiration for me to like reach my own potential and continue to like expand and grow. So I like that. Yeah. I mean, we both love ritual. One for me from the ritual podcast was Ken Rideout. I don't oh, know if yes. you listened to that episode. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, to give the the Coles notes, uh, I mean, you should all listen to it. Ken Rideout, he's like in his early to mid fifties now, and he started running marathons in his mid thirties. Yeah, um, and he's gotten faster. Like he's defied common sense of what you expect of aging. Um, which I love, like, it's like, we have these perceptions of, of getting older, 
Um, you know, some people say don't let the don't let the old man or old woman in. Um, but he's gotten faster progressively every single year for the last twenty plus years. And in his fifties now, he's running like a two twenty five marathon pace. Yeah, it's insane. So he's gotten better every year, and it's like that's not supposed to happen. You're not supposed to get faster. You're not supposed to be faster in your fifties than you were in your twenties. And he's just proving it. He's like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna get faster every single year." I'll, like, who cares? Yeah. Um, I love I love that he is choosing how. He's controlling how he ages. Uh, he's pushing his body to a way that uh, he's he's you know still very much in control of of what he can and can't do. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's very cool. Yeah, I've got a couple quotes here um, from Brad Stahlberg um, that I thought uh, were relevant. So here's one. It says, play the long game. Don't worry about being great. Worry about being great at being consistent. Small steps taken regularly over time lead to big gains. It really is amazing how much people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in a decade. Think think about that. Uh, that decade's kind of a magical thing. Like we're really focused on like we want things here and now. Instant results. Instant results. But if you can think about what you can accomplish in a decade, it's a lot. Yeah. And sometimes we need that decade to become what we are hoping to achieve, to become mm-hmm. that, you know, that marathon runner or that, you know, have your business become what you want it to be. Or it is it is a journey and we need patience. And that's something that I'm continuing to to learn, this idea, <laughs> this concept of patience. Cause I am a pusher, you know, as soon as I want an idea, I can become a obsessed and and one track but uh thinking zooming out to that macro perspective of like what can we do in a decade um yeah that's huge in a a world of like instant gratification especially yes to not even not even tag it as like what can you do in a year but like really really like think about what think about the next 10 years and like start to play that start to play into that game that's huge so kind of he's got another one that's kind of on the same lens. He goes, progress is often slow, nonlinear, and more challenging than you think. Popular culture says it should be fast, predictable, and easy. Ignore this. Be patient. Surround yourself with a supportive community. Remember the goal is the path, and the path is the goal. Just walk the path, my friends. Yes. And that goes to back to our... our our hero, our leader, our fearless leader, ritual. <laughs> Mood follows action, you yeah. know? Yes, 100%. Mood follows action. Just let that simmer. Mood follows action. You're having a bad day. You want to change things up. Like, mood follows action. Put yourself into action. You know, I don't feel like running. Switch that around. Start with the running and see how you feel after. Yeah. And I'm, you know, we often say running because we both like to run, but you can use that for anything. Like, go for a walk. Like, Go into nature. Go do the chores for in your house that you were putting off. Like, put those shelves up, or you know, clean up the kitchen. You know, your mood follows action mm-hmm. all, always. Mm-hmm. All right, Dina. I feel yeah. like uh, you know we got a lot of exciting things for twenty twenty three. It's true. We will have some new topics, uh, some new guests, lots of exciting topics to to explore. Well, you know. Stay curious always. Uh, we've got a running retreat coming up. We'll yes. start to talk more and more about that uh, for the uh, fall, late summer, fall of 2023 with uh, podcast alum, Mindful Endurance Program, Ryan Wilms. Yeah. So we'll start to plug that a little bit more and share. It's going to be here in BC, so get excited. It's going to be great. Um yeah, lots of uh, it's hard to predict what will happen in here, but I'm I'm excited. Yeah, we are. We're excited to see where it goes. And we live with live with the openness to kind of um, take what comes, and also the the desire to achieve all of the things that we we want to achieve. So um, we're so grateful to each and every one of you for listening, uh, for for tuning in, giving us your attention and time over the year, whether it's been for an episode or two, or you're a regular listener, we just appreciate it all. Um, wanted to take a minute too, to just to say thank you to 
you know, there's a, a lot of you who have reviewed the podcast. It helps us out a lot. And I'm really, really thankful to each and every one of you that has, has done that and just reading some of the reviews. Um, yeah, it's just it's just amazing. Uh, Should we read a couple of reviews? Should we read a couple out? Sure. So uh, we'll, we'll read some good ones and some bad ones. <laughs> that's right. So uh, some of them, some of them we know, some of them we recognize, some of them are, are just like uh, random, random names. So uh, it's cool because we just don't, we don't know who, who's all, who they're all from, but it's really, really cool. Wanted to share a couple. So um, let's top one here. Lorraine Taylor. Thank you for the shout out. Thank you for the feedback. Just discovered uh, this a few weeks ago and have been listening every day. The combos are fun, enlightening, and a good amount of variety of topics. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Aaron Ireland, friend of the pod here. She says, love the local feel, love hearing the stories of so many awesome local people and love the positive focus of the pod. Good vibes. So cool. Thanks, Aaron. And congrats on uh, opening up to live for bakery just at the end of the year here. So if you haven't made it down, make sure you get down and, and, and eat some delicious vegan baked goods. It's amazing. Um, who else? Six out of five stars. If I could a plus love their vibe. So sweet. Thank you. Uh, I've always been a fan of the juice truck from the truck to the stores and the cookbook. The podcast does not disappoint. I love the vibe of the podcast and their topics. So if you're looking to add some positivity and great insights to your life, subscribe today. Amazing. There's so many more. So we're so grateful for you. We do uh, read them. They're, they're like really, uh, they just light us up to know that people are connecting and liking. So if you, if you can. Just to have some levity, should we share the one we got on Instagram the other day? Oh yeah, do it. What, what was that one? What they're, not the all, second? they're not all they're not, good. They're not all good. <laughs> uh, I can't remember exactly. It's something along the lines of like, we should be jailed. For spreading <laughs> misinformation. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. I was like, okay. Yeah, I think it was, you should be jailed for spreading misinformation. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, maybe. Um, The other one that we had, we we had a a comment battle breakout on one of our posts too. And we kind of were like, whoa, like, you know, you've made it when like people are (laughs) commenting and having like a a back and forth, you know, discussion (laughs) on your post or like what's happening. So, but all in all, it's been uh, it's it's so positive. It's so good. So we just we appreciate everyone uh, for listening and for sharing feedback. Um, goes yeah. goes a long way in helping us spread the good words. So yeah. uh, if you've made this far, you know we do appreciate those reviews, those likes, those subscribes. Share it with a friend. Um, give us a shout out on uh, your social media. Um, you know we're trying to spread the good word, and uh, the waves definitely ripple a little far farther uh, with a little love from all of you. So, thank you guys. Um, very excited to continue this journey in twenty twenty three. Yeah, definitely. And we just want to say a huge thank you too to our podcast sponsor, Athletic Greens. They are. Um, yeah, they come on just at the end of the year. And Zach and I, we love it. We're both Athletic Greens obsessed. We take it every day. Uh, all those uh, amazing benefits from the 75 key ingredients. You got your probiotics, prebiotics, adaptogens, vitamins, minerals. He's got everything you need in one little scoop. You scoop it, you shake it, you drink it, and you just feel amazing and it's uh, it's a good investment for yourself i know lots of uh lots of us think about oh i should um you know do some strenuous activity or change my overhaul my whole diet because it's january 1st and i mean yes do all of those things anything is possible don't live with limiting beliefs but this is something that is like a real real simple fix that you can do it costs less than three dollars a day it's cheaper than like your regular kind of like starbucks run or whatever that you do um it's like such a micro habit that has a huge impact. Athletic Greens is a sustainable company. They give back to, you know, lots of, lots of um, uh, important charities. 1.2 million meals were given to kids in the last few years. It's just like a great, great company that has a great, great product. And we are grateful to partner with them and we want to share it with you. So if you're thinking to level up your health and your life, uh, we want to make it easy for you. Um, and Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D 
in five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash more good. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash more good to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, friends. We'll see you in 2023. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.